Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the Lights on a Screen podcast. I am your host, Jacob London, and today, of course, we are going to be talking about the 95th Academy Awards. We're going to give you our predictions, what we think is going to win, and I am going to do it with the usual crew. Taylor, how are you? I do not have the emotional capacity to be prepared for this award show. Like, it's just, I already know that no matter what happens, I'm just not, I don't, I can't. (laughs) I absolutely can't. And I'm also not super confident in any of the things I've had to lock in at this point. It's been the raciest race (laughs) we've had in a long time when it comes to a lot of categories. So it's going to be fun, but also very stressful to watch this show because I'm going to be sitting there going, anything could happen right now. So, uh... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're also joined by Elena. How are you? I'm good. I'm in the same boat. I'm just, I'm usually really confident when I hand in my ballot and usually because it's only against my mom and my mom mm. doesn't know anything <laughs> and hardly watches the movies um, unless I force her to. But this time there are stakes. I'm up against some, some veterans. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm nervous, but I'm so excited. Um. Yeah, this is... I can't remember. Like, here's the thing. We're either going to get... It's the favourite in everything. Or there is some ups, uh, some surprises. Like, mm-hmm. the last few years, it's all... They've, they've always been... The, the favourites ended up winning majority of the time. Like, even the night before, someone's become the favourite. I mean, like... And that's who's won, even though they weren't for the entire race. And now they're the favourite. And then they've they've come out to win i just really hope we get a surprise or two that is like a genuine surprise but what i love about this year's race is even though there are favorites there are still like 50 50 Mm. races like there's still like it could not it might not be it might be it's yeah so i'm fascinated by that uh it's tomorrow we excited Yeah, we're, like, we're gonna yes. have uh, we're, we're gonna have a lot of lot of content for you. Gonna be doing some day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? Eleven a.m. Yeah, 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 drinking, yeah, 10, yeah, 10 or eleven. Go to work drunk. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we're gonna have a lot of uh, reactions for you and uh, thing. I our- can't wait to see how that sounds when we cut all that together, like with <laughs> all the because. All the screaming and all the-, the screaming, all the gasps, yes. all the throwing things that you can hear in the background. Oh man, if Top Gun wins, oh! I love how Don't you're still just into like- existence. <laughs> I love how you're still just like it could happen. I love that it's become number two. Like it, it's the number two for um in favorite. Is it at the moment? Like it's I it was for, all quiet. Like for most. You, you talk like on on Gold Derby. It's still uh, Banshee. Somehow is still number which, two, which I, makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, nah. But see, like I also don't get how All Quiet would be second either. Mm. Like I get that it swept the Baftas, but it's the it's Baftas. Yeah, like, exactly. are you kidding me? Yeah. It yeah. hasn't gotten momentum anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, do we want to move into? We just get straight into. Let's, it. let's just get straight it. into. Let's get into the big award. Best picture. So we're going to go through. Let's just talk about best picture. What do we think could possibly happen? And then I want your winner, Dark Horse, and who you'd vote for. 
Well, we already did who we'd vote for, so actually, so so just mind. winner yeah. and like, so just winner who and dark horse, and who's the who's the dark horse? Okay. Um, we well, I I'll start with best picture. Yeah, it's I I've been the one to have screamed Top Gun from September. I have been saying September in I've Top Gun is winning best picture. I'm finally come around. It's it's everything everywhere's year. It's winning best picture. Um. Either it is, and we've just got the fait accompli, or we're in for the upset of all time. This would have to be one of the biggest upsets of all time. If everything everywhere does not win at this, this point, yeah. at this point, it's one. Ev- it's the first movie ever to win all four guilds. It's the first movie ever to completely own the run up to the Oscars. Well, it's it's completely past Lord of the Rings and the amount of overall yep. award season awards it's gotten mm-hmm. like up to this point. So like that would just be that would be unprecedented if somehow it doesn't if, get if best picture. Somehow at this point. it doesn't at this point. We're in for one of the biggest shocks in Oscar history. This would this would rival Moon, uh, this would rival La La Land losing to Moonlight. It would rival Crash. It like we will be talking about this moment forever. If everything everywhere doesn't win, yeah, it would be so. actually really insane. <laughs> are you are you trying to like work like the reverse jinx right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. So my dark horse is Top Gun. Um, I think I, I do think it's between those two at this point. Um, yes, Ban- I, I just I really think we're going to get to the end of this. I think Banshees doesn't walk away with a single Oscar. Um, spoiler mm-hmm. alert for where I'm for where my predictions we are might going. Have a disagreement. Um, <laughs> and I think. And same with Fablemans. I think Fablemans and, and Banshees, the two front runners in September, are going to walk away with nothing. And you're really spoiling the rest of your. Uh, <laughs> down. Yeah, but um, I and so I and I do. I think Top Gun is the second. I think because there is that element of just the what that movie did for cinema in 2022. So that's, yeah, I'm going everything everywhere as my prediction and Top Gun as my spoiler. Tell? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're all going to have the same prediction of what we actually think is going to win here. Um, part of me is like, yeah, Top Gun Maverick is still my dark horse, but part of me is just like, you know what? At this point, I'm going to say that my dark horse is Elvis. <laughs> Because it has an acting nomination, mm. which Top Gun doesn't have. Yeah. I don't think they're going to give it to Banshees. Like, I do think Banshees will get an award, but I don't think it's Best Picture. I think Fablemans has a chance at a award, but we'll talk about why that would be insane. Um, and Elvis has an acting award. It's got a bunch of below-the-line awards that I actually do think it's going to win. So, at this point... I'm going to lock in Elvis as my dark horse. Okay. I've, I have heard talk about it creeping up, so mm. I could see it happening. I, I don't understand how it's so low on here. Yeah, that, that makes no sense to me. Sense to, me. I, yeah. I, it, it, to me, Elvis is third or fourth um, just because I think, that, again, there is that undercurrent of what is the second choice. The second choice. choice, yeah. And no one, like, and not only what is the second choice, but what is the choice of. Not of the older voter who isn't going to vote for everything. Well, well, even outside of that, like, what is everyone's like second preferential choice? Like, yeah, nobody can freaking tell what mm. anyone is putting down at this point, which fascinating. All right, Alana. Um, 
My best picture prediction is decision to leave. Uh, no, <laughs> kidding. I'll shut up about that. Um, everything everywhere all at once, obviously. Um, yeah, the Dark Horse is a hard one because um, ev- every podcast I listen to and article I read has the different, mm. oh, with the, the, the Academy voters we're talking to are voting for this. Yeah. And it's like different everywhere you go. Um, I have the Dark Horse as all quiet. Um Simply because, I don't know, if it was if it was handled better by Netflix and also, like, English speaking, I feel like it could be, like, a powerhouse kind of, like, war movie that, like, a 1917. Mm-hmm. So it is a, like, quite traditional Academy movie. Same with the Fablemans. Um, so, yeah, I have All Quiet as my dark horse at the moment, but I just say that because, like, that's just more of what I've heard from what I've read and stuff like that, but no clue. <laughs> I think the, I think the, the other thing that is, and again, all of the, it's, it's amazing you're looking at picture at, like, all of these movies outside of Banshees and Fablemans, the, the three main front runners that, like, that we're talking about, and then, and Elvis to an extent, is, all have a jinx against them, a, a historical jinx against mm. them. Everything everywhere is sci-fi. Sci-fi never never wins. Yeah. It, ne- it will be the first sci-fi film to ever win. All Quiet is a Best Picture remake. No yeah. best no Best Picture remake has ever won. Right, yeah. Um, and, and it's a foreign film, which, again, they've only ever done it once. Yeah. And then Top Gun is a sequel. They've only ever given it two technical sequels. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it's just fascinating how... And then Elvis has the Baskers. Yeah, and then Bel- Elvis has the Baskers. <laughs> but like these films that are projecting to be front runners and the favorites all have a like we're going history is going to be made. We're either going to get mm-hmm. a, a remake wins, a sequel wins, or sci-fi wins. Sci-fi wins. Yeah. Like, which is also why I think um, like Fablemans and Banshees were probably at the top because that's so <laughs> quintessentially Academy. Yeah, and same like, and you know, a film like Tar has just dropped off the face of the earth. Um, it's a bit too indie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like it, it's just it, no, it's, it's the unlikable woman thing. Yeah. True, <laughs> they're like Joker, eleven Oscar noms. Yes, Tarp, don't look at me. <laughs> uh, so, Which is my villain origin story. <laughs> by the way. So all of us, so around the group, we're all everything everywhere. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're all voting for everything everywhere. Now let's move on to best director. Taylor? So this one, I think at this point, I'm convinced it's going to the Daniels. But this was where my Fableman's chaos prediction comes in. I still think Spielberg is a dark horse here. Mm. Um, Like, I know that a lot of people are saying Todd Field for Tar is kind of the dark horse. I don't think I necessarily agree with that. Um, I think Spielberg is the dark horse here because he is someone that the Academy really likes. You know, we talked about it. He's kind of the quintessential. This is his least Oscars movie I think I've ever seen. Mm. And people call it the quintessential Oscars movie. I think the only reason that's true is because it's a Spielberg movie. Mm. Um, This isn't the sparkly hands cinema movie that everyone kind of tries to say that it is, which we've talked about quite a bit now. But I do still think because it's Steven Spielberg, he's the second place. If if anyone's going to upset, I think it could be him. Um, but honestly, I really think it would be a huge deal. Like, I think it would be the best picture thing where I would be kind of shocked because 
no one's really talking about Ruben Osland. Like, mm. as much as we love that he directed the shit out of that movie, there's just no momentum really yeah. there. Um, Martin McDonough, I feel like, again, no one's really talking about Banshees. Like, the most you ever hear about it are some of the performances, but even then, it's they get kind of dwarfed by everything else that's going on. Todd Field, again, like, I've seen people on Twitter, film Twitter, complaining about this, where it's like, oh, if you... Don't talk about Todd Field's directing and Tar. You like you don't understand directing if you're saying it's a performance movie. And I'm like, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Todd Field did a great job directing, but that's not the reason why people are talking about this movie. Yeah. Whether you want to say it, it is or not, that's not the thing. This is the Kate Blanchett movie, sure. and if this movie is going to go home with any awards, it would probably be her. Mm. I don't know if it gets anything else if it doesn't go to Kate, which we can talk about down the line obviously as we go through this but then that leaves you with steven and he's really the only one that i could see people being like yeah like you know we can get but again i don't really know how the academy has truly reacted to the fablemans because i think it's less that people haven't seen the fablemans and more that there are just movies that are dwarfing the conversation Mm. so it's hard to tell where people are kind of sitting with it yeah i to me, Spielberg is definitely the dark horse. This is the Daniels. I think the Daniels are winning this far and away. Um, Spielberg could come in as a dark horse in the end and, and maybe steal it again. And then, and I think it wouldn't be a complete shock. I think it would definitely be a shock, but it wouldn't be the where did that come from, like Fableman's winning Best Picture or yeah, like, sure. like everything everywhere at this point not winning Best Picture would be a massive shock. And I guess if you're going to spread the love and you wanted to give Fableman something, this is its best shot yeah. to get something. And I think that's kind of where I'm very curious about this ceremony of do they spread the love? Because this is the first year in years where there is a real chance they don't spread the love, where there is a real chance they actually – Give give six or seven Academy Awards to one movie, mm. and they haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, so there is a real chance we could see that, and this is, I think, a category where it's possible. Um, there's a few others that we can talk about where I think it is definitely possible, um, but I could see Spielberg coming in and taking it. I think because he has won twice already, I think that hurts him. In terms of there isn't that, I'll give him one more because it's Spielberg or because he's never won it. Um, I think if he announced he was retiring, there would, that would have been the other thing. Where if he said, this is my last movie, I'm going out with this. There would have been a lot more of a push of, okay, yeah, give him his last one before he yeah. leaves. But he didn't, which I'm fine with. Thank God we're going to get more Spielberg movies. Um, so, yeah, the Daniels are going to come in and... And, and and win this Oscar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have the Daniels as well. And um, isn't it – I just find it crazy that we're like Steven Spielberg, the dark horse over the Daniels. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which is so awesome that like you have Steven Spielberg in a category and these like random dudes who made <laughs> Harlem Shake. Didn't they do the Harlem Shake? Is that the one? I think so. Yeah. It was one, that one or turned down for what? But I think it was the Harlem Shake. Yeah. Um, they are going to be like Steven Spielberg. Like that's just epic to me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's theirs to lose. Uh, I can see a possibility of Spielberg because it's, again, like the best picture thing. Like people that didn't like everything everywhere will probably go to him because, yeah, like Taylor said, with the rest 
they're very niche films that are more auteur driven and not as like flashy like everything in um, Fableman's as, as a nominee kind of thing. I think this category more than any will give us an indication of just how divisive everything everywhere truly was. Yeah. Because to me, if the Daniels don't win this, that's an indication of, oh, a lot of people put everything everywhere fifth. Like well, put the Daniels at fifth. I, I think it's an indication of more people probably, like to me it'll be an indication of, People put the movie lower, mm. but they put the performances higher. Yeah. Like it'll be like a, you know, Ki Hoi Kwan and Michelle Yeoh will mm. probably get the higher ranks and then kind of everything else in terms of the bigger mm. picture, pun not intended. <laughs> yeah. Like will kind of fall. Like it, you're right. That will be interesting mm. how well, people kind of attach themselves to it. Yeah. Like if. To me, if Spielberg wins this one, I think that will give us, yeah, like our, our true, oh, okay, this this was a race. Like this this actually was, like Best Picture was a race. It wasn't a fa- it wasn't just this thing won by 80%. Like it was, oh, no, this thing was close. Mm. This, But, you know, I, I think it will be very, I'm very excited for it. So, uh, yeah, any, any other final thoughts on Director? Nope. No, I don't think so. All right. Let's move on to, I think, uh, one of the more fascinating uh, categories of the year. Elena, do you want to talk about actress? Fuck you. Why me first? Because. This category. (laughs) A.K.A. the category that's been giving us a headache for like a million years right now. So we can effectively rule out Ana de Armas, Andrea Riseborough and Michelle Williams. Um, so it is between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh, as we all know. Um, I'm giving it to Michelle Yeoh with Kate Blanchett as the dark horse, but it is so 50, 50 in my mind. Like I'm, uh, I'm just don't have faith in the Academy <laughs> at yes. all. Join the club. <laughs> um, so like we think, Oh, it's it's going to be Kate Blanchett's third Oscar. Like this is Michelle Yeoh's legacy. We she might not get a chance, but I just don't think that's the, how the Academy thinks. They see a performance, they like, they vote for mm. it. So they don't take into like context most of the time, mm. um, especially with something like that, where it's kind of just like in terms of Kate Blanchett having too many Oscars, yeah. <laughs> especially as opposed to Michelle Yeoh. So I'm putting down Michelle Yeoh. Hopefully she wins. That's my preferred, but prepared for it to go the other way. <laughs> prepared to start crying. So, yeah. Tell. Uh, I'm going to let myself live in fantasy land, and I'm going to say we get the unprecedented tie. <laughs> it's that happened, would be happened like one other time. It's happened once. So it's we're going to go history. with, we're going to make more history <laughs> tonight, <laughs> and we're going to get the double win. Because I just can't bring myself to reconcile. Like, if it was ever going to happen it would again, be this. it's this category. It would, this yeah. is the closest yeah. I think in history we will ever get to it yeah. happening again. Of there is a genuine tie. Yeah. I could not believe it. I, I, I will. I will be. I part of me goes. I would love it, and the other part of me was like, 
that's going that is going to feel like such a cop out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean it might, but the problem you've got is like it feels I would say that it would feel that way, but we all agree that this is probably the performance of Kate Blanchett's career. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> It's yeah. not like it's just, oh, it's another, like, really great Kate. We're like, dude, mm. this is, like, it. Like, yeah. this is the top of the mountain for her. Yeah. So, to me, it would be, like, would kind of, like, take Michelle's moment. But at the same time, I don't think Michelle would really view it that way. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, Kate would probably be annoyed. Uh, because Kate because annoyed. she doesn't want to deal with. Yeah. She's campaigning, technically, but she's also <laughs> kind of, like. I don't want to deal with. Mm. I. I, I said this on Twitter the other day that, you know, to me, given Will Smith is not going to be presenting this award, um, get Halle Berry to do it. It's going to be the only other woman of color ever in history. Yeah. And then people started going, yeah. It could be an Anthony Hopkins it could, moment. Yeah. And he, okay, I'm going to push back against it, though, because it's slightly different. And the only reason, the reason why the Anthony Hopkins moment is so bad was they moved the ceremony yeah. around. They made it the last thing. If they just get Halle Berry to come out and give it to Kate Blanchett, I think it will look bad, but I don't think it's going to be, oh, this is... They this changed is, the whole formula. They, yeah, yeah, whole yeah, it's, it, yeah, like, you, it, this isn't going to be as embarrassing of a moment. Um, but it will... I think it, it will look bad for the Academy in that, oh, the only woman of colour is giving the Oscar to another another white woman in the best opportunity another woman of colour has had in over since she won. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that will look awful. But that will – I think that is – Yeah, but I think that is going to be – I do think that that is how they're going to do it. I think that's going – I think they're going to have to – Hopefully. I think Halle Berry is going to have to be the one to to present this award because you, you have to have that moment there if if she is a presenter and she doesn't do this award and michelle Yeoh wins people are going to be like well, why didn't you it's, <laughs> so, a, it's a lose-lose situation yeah you you yeah there's there's yeah. no the only way you win is if michelle wins yeah but yeah all right so we're all going michelle yep. no no you told you so I'm you're going you're sorry you're going tie I'm, <laughs> I'm going michelle i'm going with the chaos over here okay that's that's what you're here for <laughs> I'm going Michelle. It's very, very close. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've flipped. I've I've flipped to Michelle, and I think just the the history of the moment. I think it's too big of a moment. And I think, given where voting went this week, given that voting happened this week, and that it's after everything, I think a lot. It's going to be that we we recognize the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I think it, I think enough people within, and again. The actors' branch is the largest branch of the academy, and clearly they loved this movie. So I, I, I think Michelle does pull this one off, and we're talking about Michelle Yeoh just, Academy Award winner. Just for the uh, posterity's sake, because you can't actually lock in a tie on Gold Derby. <laughs> I do have Michelle like as the top. Like I can't actually put a tie yeah. into this system. So if we're going the Gold Derby, like. Thing like Michelle is flawed. I think you should email them. Like, <laughs> Michelle, I'm gonna send a very strongly worded email. <laughs> but just for like everyone's, so everyone knows, like I do have Michelle with Kate as the dark horse, but I'm not confident what about it. What do you mean it. you can't? 
Oh, it's still one and save, two, but top yeah. choice. But like, it doesn't really like. I don't think it actually counts. Top choice hit, is still if you one hit and two. Save it, it yeah. makes it one. It makes it yeah. number one. Like it doesn't actually. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Taylor. Yes. Give him your flowers. Uh, um. Okay. So. <laughs> Best actor. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um. This category is going to give me ulcers at this point because technically, okay, technically this is like a three horse race, but it's not like a lot of people are still talking about how Colin Farrell should be the one to win this award. But I just don't think like I think he's third place at this point, Mm. just with the way that Banshees is going. Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler are clearly the the two here that people think it's going to go to one of them and problem you've got is they both have like something going against them in terms of what the academy typically does for austin he's quote unquote too young as being a 31 year old (laughs) so i guess that makes me feel better about my own age so that's cool um so he's the young guy and typically they don't like to give it to the young guy the fact that we have two younger actors who were even nominated this year is pretty incredible because mm. usually they don't like to do that. Um, but he does have the biopic thing going for him. He has mm. the transformative biopic deal that the Academy likes to award. Brendan Fraser, on the other hand, has the feel-good comeback Hollywood story that would be the story if he wins. But... The Whale has, like, no other nomination. Like, it doesn't have a Best Picture nomination. It doesn't have any of really below-the-line or above-the-line nominations outside of hair and makeup, if Mm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that also has a lot going against it, which makes it really, really tough, especially because it split the SAG-BAFTA line. Like, they're kind of... It's the same with the Kate Michelle thing. Like, they've split it down the middle, and so it's hard to tell where it's actually going to fall. Um, I have Austin Butler just because like, I've been riding this train since the movie came out and I'm just going to see it through at this point, but I'm not confident about it. Like I hundred percent feel like we could be sitting here tomorrow watching it or Monday, whatever, whenever we're watching it in the next four to eight hours, we could be sitting there watching it and it would not surprise me at all if they read out Brendan Fraser, like, you know what I mean? But I'm locking in Austin Butler because I've been on the train since the movie came out saying, if this doesn't at least get nominated and we're doing the <laughs> Taron Edgerton thing all over again, I'm going to storm the Academy. So we got to this point and I'm just going with it. Um, my, I'm going Butler as well. That's and interesting. It, and I flipped. And the, here is the reason I have, fi- I have flipped is because it is so 50-50. I'm going with history. The last, do you know who the last best actor winner was without their film being nominated for best picture? No. It was Jeff, Jeff Bridges in for crazy. Crazy heart. Yeah. When was that? Oh, nine. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's very, very rare feat for a best actor winner and their film not be nominated for best picture. Mm. And he didn't sweep the awards. No, and that's the other yeah. thing. He didn't go like, like the difference was Jeff Bridges, and and again, it is possible because 
Fraser and Bridges had very similar stories at that point. There was, it was very, very similar. The problem was there wasn't that other person who had come through. Jeremy Renner was the closest in Hurt Locker, mm. but everyone was kind of on that. Hurt Locker wasn't a, it uh, was a very subdued performance. Elvis was the very, is very flamboyant, big, massive performance. Yeah. The one thing I think could possibly be hurting Elvis is Borat really benefited from the majority of the Academy's voting age being Freddie Mercury's era. Mm. Elvis's era is 20 years before that. And I think yeah. that's potential. But I think it also helps that, like, it was 20 years before that, but then the that Freddie Mercury age, those parents were showing those kids. Like, yeah. a lot of, like, 40 to 50-year-olds I've heard, like, are obsessed with Elvis because their parents were shoving it down their yeah. throats, you know? So, so that's helped, it, it but- is, I'm, like I said, this is a race. This is probably arguably yeah. one of the hardest ones to predict. Yeah. I think this is hard. I think this is harder than actress because I think actress is, actress has the story, has a better story on one side of it. Um, it's just that there is um, industry racism involved. So it's like, okay, we need a, <laughs> not sure there. This one is, you both have the story. You're both white people. Um, yeah. yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know where this one's going to go, but I'm saying Austin Butler for the moment and I'm probably going to regret it on Monday. I mean, just Monday. come join the regret club. Yeah. <laughs> Elena? Yeah, I'm also going with Butler. Um, with Brendan as my dark horse because, yeah, like you all said, it's leaning towards that. Austin Butler's like the least awarded of the two this award season, but also like I don't think that matters this time around Um, because, yeah, he's got the biopic. Like especially with biopics, I think it's easier to vote for that because you have something to compare it against. Mm. Um, so you can see he does a good Elvis job. So that's like easier to see that it's a good performance. Um, and also Brendan is just like average in the whale, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Taylor's boy Butler. All right. I was literally expecting to be on my own island. No, God. no, I'm, I'm, I'm around on on Butler winning this. I think it's going to happen. I'm right. just letting you both know now that I'm going to need a lot of emotional support if, <laughs> if it does or does not happen either way. So I just need everyone to yep. be prepared right. for that. Let, fine. Uh, this one I think we're going to disagree. Probably. So this one could be very interesting. I also have some things I want to say about this in relation to uh, everyone's favorite secret Oscar, anonymous Oscar ballots. That- oh, God. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't Okay. Okay. Do you want to uh, first? Do you want to explain what that actually is? Okay, so every year, oh, yeah, there's the just for like the listeners. Yeah, so every everybody. year they um, uh, once voting ends, people do anonymous ballots, and there's three of them. General and Gold Derby generally do three of them, and they'll say like producer in mid forties, uh, actress in mid twenties, or like yeah, or thirties. So like they'll generally try and get yeah. like different branches, different ages, so you can kind of understand where people... And and then they'll give a description of why they voted for certain things and they just go for the, the eight majors. And, and again, look, they're written for clicks. 
So, of course, they're going to be the most outlandish picks. And Last most... year, Penelope Cruz was winning Best Actress, Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, of course, they're going to be the most outlandish and over the top, and you're like, you're a moron. Okay, can I read just one yeah, that's sure. been sticking with me since I read it? And I went, this is why I don't have faith in the Academy ever. <laughs> Quote, I think Viola Davis is talented. I didn't see Woman King, but I'm a little tired of Viola Davis and her snotty crying. I'm over all of that. I'm willing to believe that Andrea Riseborough gave a better performance. Willing to believe it, meaning he didn't see either of them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just assuming it's a man, by the way. Fair enough. But, like, that's what we're dealing My with God. with the anonymous Oscar ballots at this point. I think they should all, all the Academy <laughs> members should be, like, Forced. I don't know how you do it, but you just need to force them to watch every movie. Whether yeah. you do like a "Don't worry, darling," tape their eyes open. <laughs> I don't care. Like, oh, that's. Oh. Anyway, so that's the kind of clickbait content. Yeah, which they're real. It's no, just they're picking the yeah, ones they're picking that the are one. like yeah, they're picking like they they generally. You talk to reporters; they generally have about fifty, about fifty Academy members that they know. Now the Academy is filled up with. Nearly 12,000 people. Like, it, it, the Academy is huge. Yeah. But um, they generally know about 50, and they'll pick out the most outlandish ones that they have. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to supporting actress. I am going Jamie Lee Curtis. Damn. I think... Explain yourself. I think she has the story without and has... She she has the story of you know it's her time. She's never she's never won one. She's never been nominated. But her film's a best picture, a beloved film. That's the thing that's holding Bassett back for me. I think because Black Panther is not a beloved film. Black Panther is a very divisive film or very mediocre. Court. Like like as in. There's the people who lo- who like it like it, and and her performance is the element of it, but it's not a beloved film, and I think that is going to. Well, impact. it's also not a best picture nominee, and that's like too. the first one yeah. was. And I think I think that is going to be a, a big factor. I'm also I do genuinely believe the Oscars aren't going to spread the love this year. I think this is going to be an everything or not uh, a everything everywhere just love fest and i think at the end of it we're gonna have be like wow everything everywhere walked away with seven or eight academy awards like i, I think there's where we're in for a hearing the uh name everything everywhere all at once a lot on uh monday so i'm going jamie lee curtis Lena? oh go to taylor i'm trying to all right sort out some stats so <laughs> I'm I'm going this is this award is one of the reasons why I'm saying Banshees isn't going home with nothing. Okay. Because I do think Carrie Condon is gonna come in and take this award. I think this one out of all of them is probably the most divisive among mm. where people are putting their votes. Yeah. Because you have people who are gonna want to vote everything everywhere and they have two choices. So I think Jamie Lee and Stephanie Shu could end up splitting mm. some of those votes. Um, I do think there's a lot of love for Angela Bassett and that performance specifically. So I do think there are going to be people who put their stock into it. And then I do think because Banshees is a Best Picture nomination, there's clearly love for it in the Academy. And I think because people probably believe at this point there's no shot in hell that they're going to win a Supporting Actor Oscar 
mm-hmm. either of the support roles. And because Colin can't can't win the lead, mm. I do think Carrie is going to get a lot of love. And not just because of those reasons. I think she deserves it. I think yeah. her performance in Banshees is phenomenal. But I do think this could be the award that because of how split I think everything is going to be. Like, I think this is probably the most all-around competitive acting category in terms of anyone could win yeah. pretty much. Um so I have Carrie Condon as my winner, and then I have Jamie Lee as my dark horse. Uh, I originally had Angela Bassett as my dark horse, but I just think that you, you're you right about the everything everywhere kind of quote-unquote sweep that we could end up getting. Um, and I do think, you know, based off what we've just seen recently, there's clearly a, a lot of love for Jamie Lee from the acting branch of the Academy. Um, so I think if anyone is going to take it from Carrie Condon. I think it could be her. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if it was Angela Bassett, but I think that Jamie Lee has a better um, better chance at it. Um, we should be talking about how Stephanie Hsu is walking away with this award, yeah. but unfortunately I cannot do that. Yeah. Okay, I'm finally ready. <laughs> um, so I have Jamie Lee Curtis as my dark horse. And Kerry Condon as my winner. Wow. So I'm in, I'm in Taylor's camp. You're on your own, Jacob. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on my own. This is the first one we haven't all agreed yeah. on, by the way. <laughs> um, so basically because I can't root for Angela Bassett. When she won the Golden Globe, we were like, fuck, shit, <laughs> okay. And then all put her up the top. But, like, I think since she's filtered back down. Um, so, yeah, she's, a, she's third place for me simply because she has the awards behind her and the name Angela Bassett Oscar winner would be great. Um, but in the last, like since, like in the 2010s, only twice has a supporting actress won and not been nominated for Best Picture as well. So only The Danish Girl and um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, so Everything Everywhere and Carrie Condon and um, Banshees are my top two for that, as well as, Jamie Lee being my second because I just can't like everything everywhere having all three of its of its mm. Oscar I mean actress like Oscar nominations I can't justify that in my head like it's sweeping that specifically um so that's why I've got Carrie Condon up there um and I also think like Jamie Lee Curtis only won the SAG right like that's yeah kind of it yeah yeah, yeah. out of the major awards out yes. of the majors yeah so, she pulled off sad yeah I think considering that is the guild it is a big one but I just think I have to put my trust in Carrie for now but that's it's another one where I'm like no faith at all all right let's move on to uh we're all in agreement on this next one this is the lock of the night if Ki yeah. Hui Kwan does not does win not- this. Get called up onto that We're turning stage. the TV off. <laughs> it's probably going to be the first award. You're like, you know what? This, That's a, this, has, to, this has to be the first award of the night. Like This absolutely has to be the first one of the night because it's the lock and it sets up. Like every man and their dog knows he's winning this Oscar. Like, it's, I would bet all my money on this. Yeah, like it, it's happening. He, it's Everything has been building to this moment. If If it doesn't, we're in for a weird night. Yeah, we're in really for set the a night of yeah. shocks and upsets. And whoa, 
Everything everywhere is not winning best picture. Like I, I, I will, I will put that in. If Key doesn't win this Oscar, best best picture is done. Best yeah. picture is wide open, yeah. and nine other films could win it. Yeah. I don't disagree because this is the one everyone has said. Yeah. This is the lock. Mm. If everyone can't agree on anything else, <laughs> they've agreed on this. Yeah. So if that doesn't happen, we're in for a lot of trouble. I don't even know who a dark horse could be at this point either. I mean, okay, so I've read articles of people saying it's Judd Hirsch, which no, no. get that out of here, please. <laughs> like, Judd is great in that movie, but absolutely not. Mm. Um, my dark horse would be either Barry or Brendan, yeah. just because of where Banshees is. Yeah. I don't know who I would put it behind because I feel like it's very split as mm. to whose performance people prefer. Like yeah. I would put Barry because I personally love his performance, mm. but, and as much as I would love to see Brian Tyree Henry win, nobody's talking about Causeway yeah. at this point. So I think if there is a dark horse, it has to be one of the Banshees guys. Yeah. But I don't even know if that's worth discussing. At yeah, this point. at this at this point, I think this is this is the one where it's a lock and it's it's a solid lock. All right, moving on. Almost out of the eight. I know. Let's get to adapted screenplay. Uh Taylor. Ugh. Um. All right. So I'm in two minds about this. Part of me is like they have to give it to women talking. Because they so egregiously robbed it of pretty much every other nomination that it deserved at this point. And people are kind of looking at them like, well, you fucked that up, so congrats. (laughs) But also, it's just a great screenplay. Mm. Like, it's just so well written. Um, But then part of me is like, people keep talking about how All Quiet is now the favorite, which is weird to me, but whatever. Um, I'm saying that women talking is still going to win just because it does feel like the guilds on this side of the pond, not counting the BAFTAs have really gone towards women talking in the things that it is nominated for, Mm. um, in terms of like below the line. Um, so I'm going to say women talking is going to win just because I like to be a chaotic. My dark horse is going to be glass onion and not all quiet. (laughs) Just because, you know, why, why not at this point? I just, you know, uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson forever. I don't know what else to say. Elena? Um, yeah, my winner is Women Talking, uh, with my dark horse being All Quiet. And I can see a world where All Quiet bumps up, but mm. also a foreign film winning that wouldn't, no. is, would be very mm. interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm... Doing women talking. There's not much more I have to say. Uh, I think, look, if All Quiet, it, to me, if All Quiet or Top Gun pull this one off, uh, we might have a little bit of a raise in Best Picture. Like this could- yeah, especially because it's the screenplay picture, director yeah. picture thing. Yeah, so like- if another Best Picture, like Women Talking has no shot. So no, if another yeah. like Top 5 wins this. Yeah, it'd be, it, it would. it's not. It's going to be that little bit of a perk up, like, ooh, oh maybe we have a race. Um, That's like, like when Coda won last year. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like it's when when um, when Peel won for Get Out, and yeah. I like Shape of Water was winning that award. Yeah. I had the most stupidity of hope of maybe if it wins screenplay, maybe. it can win Best Picture. But yeah. Um, I've got uh, women are talking. Um, 
What? I, was, I was making the joke. I was sorry. I was Marky doing, Mark over I was there. Doing the Marky Mark <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, good job. Um, yeah, that was really good. No, uh, women. Talk, I, I've got women. As talking. the white man on this podcast, yeah, exactly. It's I had your duty to, to, yeah, it's my duty to be the white man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I've got women talking, and I, I think it will be thoroughly deserved. I will be very happy if women talking take this award. But if All Quiet or Top Gun get it, we've got a little like it's going to be Makes that. Things interesting. It, it's going to make it's it's going to make it interesting, especially if the rest of the night has gone everything everywhere, everything everywhere, everything everywhere. It's like oh, okay, cool, all right, well this race is over. Um, but if everything everywhere has started to lose some of the below the line ones. And something else wins here. We could have a little bit of a race. Mm. All right. Next up, I best original screenplay. Best original screenplay. Where are you at with this one? I'm at everything everywhere. Okay. Like I said, I I'm in the sweep. I'm in I'm in full blown. I I think this thing's going to win seven or eight Oscars. So I'm in a big giant everything everywhere sweep. So what's your dark horse? Uh, my dark horse. My dark horse is Banshees. Um, even though I just don't think it's going to do it, but I think that if, if they were going to spread the love, this is the one to me, this is the one that Banshees wins. And I think, cause I, I, I think my, uh, cause I didn't say my dark horse in supporting is, um, Angela Bassett. Like I, I think Carrie's third for me. Um, and this is the best chance for me Banshees has for winning an Oscar. Mm. Well, Elena? Mine is everything everywhere. With the dark horse being banshees, as you can tell, I say that really like <laughs> reluctantly. Uh, yeah, because um, I can also see Fablemans um, as a like. If everything everywhere doesn't win, whatever wins this has a possibility of winning Best Picture. Like that's yeah. kind of the mindset. So I feel like probably Fablemans above banshees, but. Banshees is the writer's movie. So, yeah, I'm going to go lock in everything everywhere with Banshees as my dark horse. So I have Banshees with everything everywhere as my dark horse. Oh, okay. Um, I won't be necessarily upset if this is an everything everywhere sweep. But, again, I feel like this year specifically, there just there's so much move, love for so many of mm. the great movies that we got that I just feel like, there's going to be one or two things that just something else kind of pops up. Yeah. Um, and I do think Banshees is the quote unquote writer's movie. I do think um, that it has had some support in other awards bodies for writing. Um, so I think everything everywhere is a brilliant screenplay and I'm not going to be upset if it wins, but I just think there's going to be one or two things where possibly something gets an edge over it. And I think this could be one of those. All right. All right. Let's start getting to below the line. Yeah. <gasps> All right. We're going to be a little more rapid fire on these ones. <laughs> All right. That's fine. All right. Let's cinematography, even though I, I actually, I, I really love talking about cinematography because this is a, this is going to be an interesting one. Although this category is so weird this year. Yeah. It's they really like odd. to nominate some things that just like, it's the only nomination they get. But yeah. It's pretty epic. Um, I, to me, this is all quiets to lose and i've got yep. I've, I've i've got all quiet with taking this one um and that is my current pick we're doing and, a dark horse uh, elvis is okay. my dark horse i've got elvis winning because okay. the at this point um they just had their awards 
the cinematography. Mm, true. I don't know if it's the guild. I don't know what it's called, but the cinematography people, <laughs> very professional over here, <laughs> had their ceremony and they gave it to Mandy Walker. Um, and she gave a big speech about how, you know, this is really a women's category, but women just don't usually win it. Like some of your favorite movies have been filmed by or edited by women and we don't really talk about it. Uh, it would be a huge deal for Mandy to win because she would be the first. Um, and I do think there's a lot of love spread out for Elvis through the below the lines and in the above the line categories. Um, I do think it's all quiets to lose, but I am going to say that Elvis gets some momentum um, just kind of in that last swing of things. Um, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I don't I'll be wrong supporting Mandy Walker if I have to be. I don't really care. Also, it's really weird. The Empire of Light isn't here. That really bothers me. That's Who fair. did the cinematography for that? Roger Deakins. That's probably That's why. why. I know, well, I know yeah. why. Yeah, I know yeah. why it's in here. Doesn't make me any less annoyed. <laughs> um, yeah, mine is All Quiet Up Top. Um, with Elvis as my dark horse. I had Bardo like two minutes ago, but I think that's just me. Like, I haven't changed this in like a month. <laughs> I think that's just me like loving Bardo. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it would be epic for a female cinematographer to win um because last year i think power of the dog um ari wagner i think her name is was like set to win and then she didn't yeah and i was like oh damn it um so that would be epic so i would be so happy if elvis won but i think like academy likes to uh, like war movies and oh, yeah. that for, period for sure. piece this so is- this is more of me sending a hope and a prayer yeah. to the universe. <laughs> Just manifest it. Come on. Let's um, go. So, yeah, all quiet with Elvis as the dark horse. Yeah. All right. Costume design. If my girl Catherine Martin does not get another <laughs> Academy Award, I'm going to be Surely. so furious. Um, I think Elvis is going to win just because Catherine Martin and her team are really respected in the industry. Um, I think if you're going to. If you're going to look at this movie and go, damn, I fucking hate Elvis as a movie, you're going to look at that costume design and be like, okay, but yeah. Yeah. like, come on now. Um, for the longest time, I thought that Black Panther was going to take this award just because of how much support she had the first time around after winning for the first movie. Mm. Um, but that's kind of fallen off as we've gone through award season. I wouldn't be mad if Everything Everywhere won this award. I just don't know. I don't know if putting it up against Catherine Martin and Elvis, like, I don't, I don't know how, cause they both won their guild award for their category. So mm-hmm. like Elvis got the period movie, movie from like a time period, whatever you call it, period piece award. And then everything everywhere got the sci-fi award. So like they both technically won, mm. but because they get shoved into one category here, I'm not sure how that's going to split off. Yeah. Um, so I do have Elvis winning with everything everywhere as a dark horse. But if everything everywhere is going to sweep, I wouldn't be surprised. This is this is the one that I the first one that I have everything everywhere losing. Okay. So I, this is this is the first one that I don't think that they're going to win. Um, I have Elvis at the moment. I think Elvis is the favorite, and I don't even have everything everywhere as the dark horse. I've got Babylon. Okay. I have, I have Babylon as my um, as my dark. I horse. could see it. I could yeah. for sure see it. Um, if there's kind of starting to be a swing in the direction of oh, we didn't pay enough attention to Babylon. <laughs> like, yeah. Could happen. Yeah, I've got, um, yeah. I've got Elvis and everything is my dark horse. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, this one's going to cause some not trouble. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably. this one's going to cause some issues. All right, let's move on to film editing. <laughs> Alana? Oh, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I don't know. This is like, there's like, it's just editing. Like, I shouldn't be as, like, wrapped up about this as I am. But, like, I've, I want to put everything at the top. But in history, it's like editing and sound always match up. So, <laughs> I think I have to put Top Gun there. I don't want to because everything everywhere is, to me, the better edited film. But if I want to be right, I might have to do it because everything isn't even, like, nominated for sound at all. Mm. Um, so I, I guess I have to, like, give some love to Top Gun and put it. Like I love how reluctant you are to give some love to a movie that you actually loved. <laughs> yes. Like, I was so keen to have like, this is the first 4K I ever bought. And I was like, this is so cool. And now it's the award season. Now like, she's this movie. She's like pointing at herself going, how dare you? I can't believe yes. this is happening. <laughs> Tales. So, yeah, so, Top Gun and then everything everywhere is a dark horse. So I don't actually know what the favorite in this category is. Gold Derby says that it's everything everywhere, but I don't know how accurate that is. Um, All the stuff I've read has everything everywhere, but okay. then like the history of like editing and sound literally yeah, yeah. never missing. So I'm, I have Top Gun here um, just because I do think, um, I do think the editing in that film is really great. Uh, I do think, to be able to keep track of where everyone is in the air mm-hmm. and like all the, you know, um, flying sequences and everything, the editing really holds all that together so that yeah. you actually know what the hell is going on. So I do have it winning. My dark horse is everything everywhere, but I really like, again, everything everywhere is edited so well. And it's a, such a big reason why the movie works the way that it does. I think both of these films have that in common where without great editing, yeah. both of these could really fall apart really quickly. So, I feel like it's more of a toss-up, um, but that's what I've got. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in a I'm in a, a toss-up right now, and I I've gone everything everywhere because I've just this is my yep I'm in the sweet moment. I, I think this is and this could be a category that I don't think it comes that that Top Gun wins if it wins sound and then this and then a screenplay there's a chance you are in such a weird <laughs> i'll drive home you're, oh, yeah. you're in such a weird headspace right now because you're going oh i'm so resigned to the sweep but <laughs> but i'm absolutely not gonna stick to my guns but however <laughs> there's still a chance i know because i just look i think it's coming i do think we're about to get the everything everywhere sweep and 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 I'm actually kind of like you right now, like where it's like I love everything everywhere, and I will be you've, very. You've gotten, you've gotten higher and higher on it the yeah. further away we've gotten from you seeing. Yeah, the movie. I I need to actually rewatch it, but um, like have you only seen it once? Yeah, yeah I've only seen it once. Yeah, like five um, times. but like the, I just think that there is going to be this absolute adoration and love for this movie. And I think that what I thought was going to happen with Top Gun could be happening with this one. That's fair. So uh, for film editing, I've got everything everywhere all at once because also editing and picture are so linked. Editing and picture, or, like if if you don't get nominated for editing, you are not winning Best Picture. 
they are very linked together. The the as in nominations or winners, nominate and winners like winners has not lined up for the past like six years. Okay, fair enough then. Because <laughs> um, yeah, like though they always were, and then Bo Rap stopped it, and that's and that's when everyone went, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, because Bo Rap went. Best editing equals most editing. Yeah. <laughs> Just whatever film is edited the most, which could lend itself to everything everywhere because that is a lot of cuts. There's so much editing going on in that movie, although it's like the polar opposite yeah. of Bo Rap where you're like, more editing definitely equals better. Yep. Which, that's a whole discussion in and of itself. All right. Uh, moving on to makeup and hair. So I've actually flipped on this. For a long time, I was resigned to the fact that the whale was going to win. But now I'm like, no, it's it's going to Elvis. Like, I just feel like the whale has... I know it didn't get really any nominations. But even with those nominations, I feel like outside of possibly Brendan, like, people just aren't talking about the movie, really. Um, I'm just... I'm just don't really have, like, a... I don't really have a huge reasoning behind it. I'm just saying that Elvis is now the favorite, and I'm I'm gonna say the whale is still a dark horse to take it. But I just I don't know. I'm I'm flipped. I'm the whale. I think is the favorite is who I think is going to win, and then Elvis is my dark horse. Um, I would not be shocked if Elvis wins this, but I just think I, I think the whale being so centered and their campaign being so centered around makeup as well, I think is mm. going to be an impact on this. So, yeah, I'm going the whale. I have Elvis to win and the whale is my dark horse. I also think because since 2018, um would be 2017, but Suicide Squad somehow won. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since 2018, it's been like portray- either portraying real people or like period pieces because mm. um, you've had – Darkest Hour, Vice, Bombshell, Rainy, and Tammy. Right. So the trend so definitely fits that trend. Yeah, is yeah. very towards Elvis's favor. So that's I've got Elvis up there, um, and then the Whale is second. But like, yeah, real possibility that the Whale could come through because, yeah, like Brendan's performance is basically his makeup. So yeah. All right, let's move on to production design. Uh, well. Um, I've got Babylon to win and Elvis as my second. That's also quite interchangeable because, um, yeah, production design is one I'm not like I usually don't get right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, one of those two. Yeah, I'm I'm literally the same. I've got Babylon, Elvis, but I think it could – like I'm not super committed to that order. That's just kind of how I'm seeing it. I'm uh, Babylon and then Avatar. I just think Avatar. Could. I need you to get out of here right now. <laughs> Why? Immediately. I just think. Why Avatar? I think the way it uses the the, the usage of the war of water and creating these worlds. I think creating a world in production design is is going to it's be water important. production design. The way it uses the way that it uses it's the, the way water. of water. <laughs> I think that will 
I think that will have an impact. I, I think we need to vote him off the island of Australia for saying <laughs> the fact that Baz rebuilt Graceland in Australia. In the Gold Coast Studios. To make it look identical to the real Graceland. I think we need to vote him off of the island. I think you've just become a traitor to the country Snuff of Australia. the flame. You're out of survival. Uh, whatever. Let's move on to... <laughs> all right, let's move on to score. Uh, all right, I think we should let Elena have her moment. Me? With the, yeah, yeah. With well, score? I... Wait, you're not? <laughs> you're not doing it? <laughs> I've got all quiet. Wow. <laughs> all right, I'm voting both of you off the island. Neither of you are allowed on the island anymore. Wow. Everyone, everyone get off this my island. Not, this is not. <laughs> I just love how you guys were so like, Elena, you say it. Yeah. Justin Hurwitz. Yeah, um, that's so funny. Okay. No, only because like. More love for All Quiet. I don't know. Just I've, I've heard way more about All Quiet and like that score rather than Babylon. Trust me, I want Babylon to win, but what's best usually doesn't win. <laughs> so. See, every time I fall for it, every time there's a last minute thing people start talking about and I fall for it and change it, I always end up being wrong. Really? So I still have Babylon. Okay. I, yes. I've, this is my other one that Everything Everywhere is not winning. Um. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. There is a part of me that, like, kind of is curious if it could happen, but they've got the, <laughs> they've got it as, like, the worst result, as, like, the, the least favorite. Mm. So, I, like... Okay, so I have Babylon winning because every time I change it when there's a swing, I end up being wrong, and then I get mad at everyone who wrote about <laughs> the momentum swinging. Yeah. So I have Babylon, but second place, I have the Fablemans. Okay. Because of the John Williams of mm. it all. Mm. He is 90. He is the oldest ever to be nominated for an academy award he only does spielberg movies now. i know that's it uh, and star wars but he, he stops doing star wars now so too. he's my dark horse even though everyone can't shut the fuck up about all quiet which mm. i loved all quiet by the way but everyone needs to shut the fuck up about it that's what i'm saying <laughs> um so fableman's is my dark horse because of the john williams of it all okay i yeah i'm going um i'm going babylon as my favorite with uh, i'm everything everywhere as as a dark horse just because i i yeah like i said i'm committed to this sweep <laughs> yeah i hope i'm wrong but can't believe i have to vote everyone off the island right now <laughs> this is a disgrace okay can we redeem you, ourselves with this one you're gonna vote me off again oh god no, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> uh for song we all going uh, i don't know if we even need to have this discussion at this point to be honest elena Unless, yeah, someone over here decides. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I just wanted to make some people nervous. It's definitely not too, not too, not the wrong Top Gun song. That she's can't. not even that performing. Not, I, when I read that, no, she's I not was, performing. No, 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 she's filming right now. She's filming, um, yeah. She can't take like one fucking night off. <laughs> she, nope, apparently not, which is, I love this kind of karma for the Academy. Instead of giving us the correct song where we could be playing the beach montage in the background <laughs> or even just have shirtless men playing or, volleyball on the or, stage or have all of the shirtless men from the movie just standing behind you <laughs> doing like just bicep just curls or something weights and shit they wonder why no one wants to watch the Oscars you have the opportunity right there and instead you give it to the song that I'm sorry but n- no one outside of Lady Gaga fans gives a crap about this song 
Like not I don't know at least they do. At least no, they trust me. They, they do. do. They okay. get very mad on Twitter. We talk about how it's not a good song. Yeah. Um. So they put all their eggs in the basket of nominating the wrong Top Gun song and stealing from us such a cultural moment that could have happened on the Oscars stage. So they deserve to not have Lady Gaga there. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> True. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on to best. You're sound. right over there. Yeah. Uh, this, hurtfully, is my only uh, Top Gun win for the night. And that is, uh, so yeah, Sound, Top Gun Maverick is taking Sound with Avatar Way of Water as my That's dark horse. That's your dark horse. Yeah. No, my dark horse is all quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Because, same, because I've got like Top Gun and then Dark Horse is all quiet because, I mean, the Academy loves to nominate gun sounds for yeah. their best sound. They're like, what a sound that is. <laughs> America. <laughs> Bringing America to the foreign films. We love that. Um, so yeah, that's me. Right. Oh, is that uh, too much? Visual effects. Let's move this on. This one hurts me go. and I don't want yeah, to talk about it. That's fair. Uh, this is going to be its only Oscar and that's uh, Avatar Way of Water. Should be going to Top Gun, but instead we're giving it to the freaking water movie. <laughs> Don't argue with I'm me not about it because you're not going to win. Do I'm it. Not, I'm not. No, because I'm fine with it winning this given given where we've been with visual effects and what it. that movie was able to do. Like, I just. I get it. What you're. Yeah. I, I get I'm, it. Yeah. I just. I think Top Gun has that same argument as well. No, but it does. That, but that's why I argue for Top Gun because, like, to me, Avatar The Way of Water does something with water in film that mm. we haven't... No one else seems to be able to get right for some mm. reason. Water just looks crap in every other movie somehow. Um, Black Panther, Little Mermaid talking to you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm very targeting you specifically. <laughs> um, but, like, so that's... And obviously, like, they spent years and years developing the technology to, like, do these kind of visual effects. I get that. But to me, Top Gun does it in a way that's... so. Avatar does it in a way that makes a fake world feel like a real world. To me, Top Gun just so seamlessly does it in a way that you believe everything you're seeing is exactly the real world. Like, you believe everything about it just being like they didn't have to do any visual effects. Like, you just can't see any of the work in it. Well, yeah, I was surprised when it got nominated because I was like, oh, that wasn't all, like, real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right, and that's my point. Yeah. Where it's like, you just don't see any of the work there. Mm. Um, But... Like, I'm not going to be mad when Avatar wins. I'm just, you know, anti-Avatar, generally. (laughs) Well, we're all in agreement. Avatar and then Top Gun at the Dark Horse. Like, it's it's between those two. If if Avatar doesn't win it, it is... Um, I would I would love to say my one two is Top Gun and the Batman, but we live in a very <laughs> unjust world, so I can't say that. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, I'm fascinated by this. Also, hold on, I just want to call out the fact that Bla- Black Panther is nominated for visual effects, which we just talked about being the worst water possibly ever on film. That's going to lose to the best water that's yes. possibly ever been on film. That is the Academy, just the epitome of Academy go. voting, right yep. there. Um, all right. I this one's this one's gonna get interesting. Uh animated feature. How's it gonna get interesting? Why? No, are oh, you oh, being no. weirdo about this? No, I just want my dark horses. Um okay. yeah, dark I, I think we're all in agreement of what the lock is. Yeah, if it doesn't it has, hasn't won hasn't lost anything. Yes. If it doesn't go to Guillermo at this point, I'm gonna be very confused. Yeah. Uh what is everyone's dark horse? Mine is Marcel. Um mine's 
Marcel, because I haven't changed it since January 24th. So <laughs> Marcel, but probably turning red because of the Disney thing. Mine's Puss in Boots. Yeah, I knew you were going to fucking say that. Blake, <laughs> I need you to text him right I don't, now. No, 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 no. I don't want it to be. I just think that I don't that care. If You're there putting is... that energy into the universe. <laughs> the way that, I don't know, just the, the way that this movie has just come in. I, there is, a, I could see a genuine surprise happen. If there is a category that there is, this is going to be a surprise, I could I see it I just don't happening. think so because like. Every like literally, Pinocchio has not lost a yeah. single. And if thing. it has lost, it's lost to Marceau. Mm. Yeah, like in the smaller, like, yeah, the really critics, indie stuff, like indie mm. things. So like those are my top two. I love Turning Red. I think Turning mm. Red is spectacular, and I would not be upset if somehow no. Turning Red won. Even though like I personally connect more with Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, like mm. on an emotional level. I think Turning Red winning would be such a win for like young female stories being told Mm -hmm. because it's so unique in getting not only a young woman who's going through puberty and they're not afraid to actually talk about that and what that's like. But then you also get, you know, the mother, daughter, grandmother, intergenerational trauma. Like it's, it's just such a great, interesting story that we just don't we're starting to see more of like it's in the year of everything everywhere it's it's a great thing to also have a nomination i just think that guillermo del toro came in so hard with pinocchio and everyone was like damn yeah i also think it would also be a win if like when pinocchio wins it's like a win for adult animation because while it is like kids can watch it it's like if i showed my five-year-old that like they would be terrified you know what i mean so I think it's also a good thing for that because in the last how many years it's just been Disney basically. Mm. So it's yeah. like anime. This is the animation is for kids category, yeah. and you're yeah. like, mm, how about I, and I think the only one that's kind of come close recently to disputing that was when Spider Verse yeah. won. Yeah, mm. but since then it's mostly been it's just yeah. your stereotypical yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I um, like I said, look, if Turning Red wins this, I will be very happy. If um, Marcel wins this over over Pinocchio wins it. I'll be very happy. If Puss I in Boots wins anything, it, I I love all I, these movies. If Puss in Boots wins, I'll be a little annoyed. It'll like be the Twitter award. Yeah, it will. It will feel like that. It will feel like all right. I haven't seen the Sea Beast yet, so I can't comment on. No, it's that, really but, good. I love yeah. it. All right, Taylor. <sighs> okay, so best documentary. Everyone's gonna come after me for this, which is fine. Um, I haven't seen all of Beauty and the Bloodshed yet because. One, you have to go to a theater here to see it, and I have not had time. I have unexpectedly spent two days this week on set, like, filming stuff, so two of my days just, like, went out the window, (laughs) and then there's other stuff we've had going on. So I haven't had time to see it yet, and if you want to watch it on streaming here, you have to, like, rent it or buy it. Like, you can't just watch it on streaming, whereas the other ones I've just been able to find. Mm. But I do have it on my list, and I know that everyone's talking about how fantastic it is, I don't think the Academy is going to give it to the one that should win. I think it's going to Navalny because mm-hmm. it's so topical. It's literally about Vladimir Putin and <laughs> Russia. And that is just like the thing right now. And I don't think it's a bad documentary. A lot of people say it's dull and uninteresting, but boy, sitting there watching that, I was horrified. I was like, this is actually really well put together. It's really easy to follow when they're talking about really dense, complicated things that are happening in the world right now. Um, so I, I'm not going to be upset that it wins. I might be after I see all the beauty and bloodshed at some point. I don't think I'm going to have time before the ceremony to actually watch it. Um, 
I think all that breathes is kind of being slept on. I think the cinematography alone in that one is spectacular. Um, I have Navalny winning. I have the Dark Horse being all the beauty and the bloodshed because so many people are talking about it right now. I just don't know if it can overcome how topical the quote-unquote favorite is right now. Yeah, um, I've only seen Beauty and the Bloodshed and Fire of Love. So, but those two, yeah, copy Taylor, like it's Navalny. Um, it's kind of, I feel like it's always kind of been like the front runner because of how, like the themes it deals with is like very, like, it's a, it's a like, oh, what's the one I'm thinking of? It's just like. Social, yeah, social, like what's happening at the time Socially makes relevant. a point. Makes yeah. a point, yeah. Um, for the academy to like give that the winner. Um, but Beauty and the Bloodshed would also kind of do that, uh, but not as much as Navalny because I think what all the Beauty and the Bloodshed deals with is more kind of shoved under the rug, <laughs> um, in America. So I would love for Beauty to win, but it's yeah, it's going to be Navalny probably. Uh, I'm as someone who hasn't seen any. I was going to say movies, you've not seen a single one uh, of these. I'm going to go with the favorite, and that is uh, Novelty. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, all right, international feature. If All Quiet doesn't win this, <laughs> my brain is going to explode. <laughs> There's no way. Like how the hell? At this point, right? Like Cause you remember, I think it was the Globes where mm, Argentina 1985 was like one, and everyone yeah. went, "Excuse me, what? How yeah, the fuck, yeah." So it, this is an all. This is all quiet. To be fair, though, I have only seen All Quiet at this point. Mm. I do want to try to get around seeing Close and The Quiet Girl. Like everyone's been saying really good things about those. I just, again, those ones I think are playing, have been playing in theaters around here. I just have not had time yeah, to get Close to them. Close is just. I wanted to see it again because I saw it at Biff, and it's just kind of exiting. Yeah. So there's like one session a day in like the city, and then Quiet Girl and Argentina are streaming, and then. EO is coming out this week. So. Okay. Of right. course, it's like, yeah, watch them. In, we'll release them so you can watch them two days before. Yeah, the I'm, seeing, I'm seeing EO on Sunday night. So <laughs> the day before. All right. Oh, this one. Animated short. Pain. Taylor. All I know is pain. Um, okay, so I am probably doing this out of just like, again, trying to manifest. <laughs> I have my year of dicks winning. Um, and I have an ostrich as the dark horse. That is not going to be the case. It's going to go to the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, even though like that hurts my soul because it's the one that was specifically made by a corporation to win this award. Um, but I'm going with my year of dicks because that would be such a banger. Like That would be so iconic. Um, my year of dicks is my dark horse because apparently everyone is loving that movie at the moment so it like could be a real possibility but yeah my, the boy is not losing because of yeah. apple tv and based yeah. on the children's book and it's just very cutesy and nice um in an ideal world ice merchants would be winning that ruined me i love it so much um but yeah i also wasn't very high on my ear of dicks that's fair mm. um I think it was also because that was the last, like when I watched it at the cinemas, that was the last one to watch after all the like cute anime, like um, the cute ones. I mean, Mario Ostrich is-, is Ostrich is more like, um, like uh, existential kind of thing. So that was first, and then the others were next, and then Meyer of Dicks at the end. And I was one fatigued of like story after story, and two 
was very different thematically to the rest. It is very different from the rest of them, and it's very confronting. Like, it doesn't try to not be exactly what it is. Like, it shoves in your face that it is about a year of trying to get some dick. (laughs) Like, that's literally what it's about. Which, again, I think is iconic. I think (laughs) that the, the team that made it was just like... Bitch, this is just what young women do. I don't know what you want, all right? Like, but all anyway, right. I, I think it's, I'm just going to sit there and be like, y'all are a bunch of shills giving it to the one that was specifically made by giant <laughs> corporations to Do women. something different for once in your life. But like, what are we doing here? All right. Anyway. Documentary short. I have, have not seen anyone seen one. any of these. Not. No, I no. haven't seen any of these or the live actions. No, I don't know anything. I don't okay. even know if it's worth talking about. Yeah, I just I literally just put something in. I know I've, what some. I know what the favorites are. Mm. And for I just want to say for live action short. Um, Le Pupil. Yeah, that's probably not how you say it. It's Italian, <laughs> but the director of that, Alice Rawatcher. I love that director so much, and so. If she gets on stage and wins that Oscar, I'll be very happy to see her up there. Okay. But I have not seen the short film. <laughs> yeah, All right. I don't know anything about these, unfortunately. So. All righty. Well, uh, that's the show. That's uh, our Ooh. predictions for the 95th Hes- Academy Hes- Awards. Hesitatingly yeah. saying those. Yeah. How... Um, what do we think about the sh- what do we think the show is going to be like? You know, I think it's going to be unbearable. Kimmel's, Kimmel's mm. back. I think it's going to mm. be unbearable. They went... Instead of just giving out the awards, like, dude, the SAG Awards is a perfect. Mm. Do everything like the SAG Awards because they, instead they're going to shove Kimmel in our face. Who, what award ceremony was it that, like, I think it was Quinta Brunson won something and he just fucking laid on the stage behind her during her acceptance speech? Yeah. Do you wait. know what I'm talking about? I think so. It happened sometime oh, no. this year where I'm pretty sure it was Kimmel. And he was yeah. like, lay, he was like, it like a bit beforehand, and they just stayed. And then there? he just like laid on the stage, and she just kind of looked at him like, it, and everyone was like, that was such a moment for her, and he just fucking laid there like an idiot, like it was really weird. Mm, but anyway, that. that's not the kind of energy I want for the Academy Awards, but it's probably what we're gonna Emmys, the Emmys. Okay, thank you. So it did happen. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't just hallucinate. <laughs> no, it was during the Emmys, and it was when yeah Abbott Elementary won, and yeah. she and he was just lying on the back on um. Behind yeah. her. So Wait, the like, Emmys. Did last he year. last year? I was, I was going to say. Didn't I think he? I didn't think that he. Um, so this sept- year. Yeah, so sep- yeah. Sorry, but by this year I mean like yeah, the last handful of months of this award <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's the kind of energy we're in for, and I'm gonna fucking hate every second of it. They're gonna be like, "Oh, this ceremony was so long. I can't believe it was so long. Who would have thought having ten minute bits behind <laughs> every award we give out would like make this thing like?" There was another one of those fucking anonymous ballot things or something like that. And one of the people was like, why can't we just turn it into like a TikTok show? That, yeah. Like the kids love TikTok. Like, why don't we just turn it into like a TikTok? I'm like, I don't even know what that fucking means. I think it was, it was AB, it was, no, it was a producer at ABC or an executive at ABC talking about like, how do how we, how do we fix the Oscars? Oh, millennials, like, and they're like millennials, not even Gen Z, millennials <laughs> love, love TikTok. TikTok. And I was like, first of all, no. Second of all, I don't even know how you would turn the show into a t- like, what? Yeah. But no, the I'm thing is, so we want <laughs> we want less skits and humor, mm. and we want awards. We just want the awards. We want yeah, people to what, give. That's ex- what the Oscars are for. We want people <laughs> to give acceptance speeches without being played off the air. Because you've <laughs> got to get to a stupid skit. Yeah, like, like that's the thing that fucking annoys me. And with Jimmy Kimmel there, that's exactly what we're gonna get. 
honestly, after what after what happened with SAG and that ceremony, if I'm Apple TV, I'm going to Disney. What do you want? What do you want for it? Yeah. Like seriously, like like what what like you could own the Oscars. Or if I'm Disney Plus, put it on Disney Plus. Mm. Don't bother with ABC anymore. Put yeah. it on Disney Plus and go. And then you're not worried about runtime. Yep. You're just doing the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you don't have to play people off. Because I don't understand how at this point, after probably at least 20 years of people complaining about not getting t- enough time for people to do speeches, mm. how is that still the problem? Yeah. They're yeah, like, oh, they I wonder. Fix it. They're like, oh, I wonder why people like don't like it and how we could fix viewership. Stop fucking making it not about the awards. Yeah. We don't want skits of pizzas being delivered and celebrity selfies being like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. I don't, I just, I, I can tell know. Taylor is very passionate. <laughs> I just hate it because mm-hmm. it's like so many people work their entire careers for that one moment yeah. and then they get 40 seconds and then end up getting played off for some skit that no one is ever going to doesn't remember three days later. Yeah. yeah. Like it just drives me insane, especially mm-hmm. when their whole thing is, the show is too long. People don't want to watch it because it's too long. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason for that. And it's not the awards. <laughs> the awards, when they decided to remove some of the below the line awards. Yeah, they were from like, the you know actual- what, how to fix this? <laughs> remove awards. We'll just cut a bunch of remove the awards. Remove the thing that the Oscars is actually about. Like, Are they doing that again this year? No, no they're they, not. They said that they're not doing that again. <laughs> well, that's good. So, I think they learned from last Because last year's was a mess. Last year's, there were certain people who just didn't do the red carpet because they didn't want to miss those awards being yeah. done because they were the same time as the like i remember oh, jessica so chastain was like i'm not walking the carpet because mm. i want to watch those awards i'm yeah. pretty sure it was chastain yeah there was someone who was like yeah, someone sure being who her. was like i'm sorry you're i don't putting- remember seeing red carpet photos of her so it was probably her but mm. like that's just absurd that you have to have someone like of her stature be like this is effed, and so I'm actually going to go watch the awards instead of walking the carpet. As you like, should. What are we? What are we doing here, people? Anyway, that's my rant for the day. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's bonus episode. Uh, we will we will have our reactions and a real in depth analysis coming out later this week, but then we'll also do a whole bunch of reactions. Uh, Taylor, where can they find you online? Oh boy, people can find me at Finally Tailored pretty much everywhere. Um, Letterboxd, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on TikTok, but I don't do anything there. So, like, I guess you can come find me. Uh, Tumblr, YouTube, just all of the places. Just search Finally Tailored. You'll probably find me there. Uh, you can find me at Laney Film on TikTok and Twitter, and at Lena Violet on Instagram and. Letterbox. <laughs> I was like, well, which one is it? Um, and all of us at Lights on the Screen on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, the whole lot. Yeah, and you guys can find me everywhere at Jacob Blunden. Next week, we're, yeah, we've just got the bonus episodes and uh, we're going to be diving into Shazam. So we will see you then. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, guys.